This is Honey Rebar, and you are listening to Radar Radio with Megan Carver. Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Radar Radio with Megan Carver. I'm Megan Carver. It's been a minute since our last episode was released, but we did take some time to revamp and sort of figure out where we wanted to go with Radar Radio. I'm glad to announce that we are back, though, and better than ever. We do have a new revamped, redesigned website. It's still the same URL, so that's RadarRadio.info. But if you want to check it out, we have lots of fun stuff over there, including behind-the-scenes photos of our artists during the interview. We have past episodes that you can listen to, fun contests where you can win signed things by Radar Radio artists. We have photos of Team Radar and a place where you can suggest future artists that you might want to hear. We also have a video section where you can watch some of our Radar Radio artists play fun games from our YouTube channel. You can find us at any of these places, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. We're pretty much all over the place. All of these websites will be listed on our website, which is RadarRadio.info. So if you want to connect with us elsewhere, please feel free to do so. We appreciate all of the support, and we appreciate everything that you guys have given back to us. Today we have a very special artist. Her vocals are absolutely incredible. I've shown some of her music to some friends of mine because I was just so impressed, and they absolutely loved it. We got to talk to pop electric artist Honey Rebar a little while back, and we talked about starting her music career, moving to LA in order to do that. We get pretty candid about applying for some popular music competition shows. We also get to hear one of her original songs, so there's lots of exciting stuff in this episode. Stay tuned to the end, and after we hear Honey's original song, I will tell you more about where to follow Honey and where to find her so that you can get more of her incredible music, because you're definitely going to want to after this episode. I'll also give you more details about our YouTube video with Honey, where we played a pretty fun game about honeybees. So I will see you after the episode, and without further ado, here is Honey Rebar on Radar Radio with Megan Carver. What made you want to pursue a career in music? So from the moment I was, I think, at four or five years old, I developed a love for music, and it started with the movie Annie and the song Tomorrow, and actually that song helped me really discover my voice. And from that age, I truly just developed a love for, you know, different artists like Celine Dion and Amy Grant and all these, like, old 90s, like, pop artists. And it made me really fall in love with um, not just the music, but, like, what the voice is capable of doing. So... I would do talent shows, and that evolved into theater, and I love theater, too, and 
so on and so forth. It just kind of tumbled from the day I was four years old <laughs> to five years old or something, and now I'm still doing it. That's you know, great. never got old. I just loved it. That's perfect. So um, that kind of leads into my next question. You've performed in a bit of musical theater. Yes. Uh, how did that start? I was seven or eight years old, and I saw that there were auditions, actually, um, at a theater nearby my house for Annie. And like I said, when I was four or five years old, I, I found the song Tomorrow, and I loved the song Tomorrow, and I sang it for a big talent show. So um, I, I knew the musical so well, so I asked my mom, and I begged her, I'm like, can I please audition for this show? And she's like, oh my gosh, no questions, of course you can. So she drove me up to the audition, and I ended up getting in the show, and from there on out, I just always was involved in theater. Like, every summer, I would do community shows, or I did regional theater here and there, and then um, when it came time for college, I decided to go for actual theater because I wanted to, I could have gone for recorded music if I wanted to, but I wanted to become a better actress and a better dancer and even fortify more like what I was capable of doing vocally. So I went into theater so that I could get better at all the realms and, you know, touch all those bases. So Mm -hmm. that's how I got involved with it and progressed with it. Do you have a favorite show? Um, I have many favorite shows, all for different reasons, Mm -hmm. but I'm a very cliche girl, (laughs) and I do love Wicked. I think those power notes are just like, you can't can't beat it, and I love Funny Girl. Mm -hmm. I think those are amazing. That show's amazing. Um, I also like the rock musicals. I'm a big fan of Next to Normal, and, you know, those are always fun to get into, too, kind of a little bit different than the you know, traditional theater stuff. Do you have, like, a dream role? Um, I would love to play Alphaba. I think anybody who can have the, anybody who has the opportunity to sing Defying Gravity, I would, I would be in love singing that song every single night. I love that song so much, but yeah, I'd say Alphaba. Absolutely. Yep. So do you have any future plans, either tour, shows, or new music coming out? Yes. I, all of the above, actually. Um, I actually just got done with a mini tour over on the East Coast. Um, It was for a thing called NACA, which is um, a college, it's for colleges, actually. And I booked some shows over there and just got back last week, actually. And I've been just playing tons of shows out here. I was at uh, Molly Malone's last week. I was at... um, State Social House the week before. I'm at Viper Room this Saturday. I'm I'm I have a show every week, if not every other week, here in the next few months to come, um, just so I can really expand and you know get to know my audience out here. Because in New York, I didn't I didn't really play shows out there um, as a solo artist. I did theater, mm-hmm. so it's nice to be out here, kind of developing my own voice and my own sound, and be able being able to like play my own set here, which is great. Yeah. And I have lots of new music. My new my EP is being released. It's my debut EP. And um, one of the tracks um, titled Rumors just came out a few weeks ago. And it's on iTunes and it's on Spotify and all those music platforms. So um, that's Rumors. That was just released. And there's a music video coming out for that very soon on my YouTube channel and Vivo and stuff. 
Um, I also have an acoustic version of it out, so you can buy that one. If you don't like the electronic version, you can get the acoustic version. Some people like one more than the other. Um, and then the whole EP is coming out this summer, and next single is on its way in the next month. So, yeah. Exciting. Gonna go and about it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, who are some of your musical influences? Um, you know, I get asked this question a lot, and I love it because I honestly don't think I would be the artist I am today if it weren't for these artists. And um, they all carry themselves very like with so much charisma, and I love them. I love Celine Dion. I think that she's just very down to earth. She's a family person, but she's very focused on what she wants and she knows what she wants and she's humble and she goes about getting what she wants in a very um, classy way and she's like so talented. So Celine Dion has always been like my idol diva, you know, singer. But current I love Jessie J. I think she's just really cool. I feel like she's a person not only that like I respect as a vocalist and an artist, but I feel like as a person she's just someone I could get along with, at least from what I have perceived of her in like media and just like following her, you know. Um, so I love Jessie J. I love Ellie Goulding. I think she's got a very unique sound. Um, who doesn't love Justin Timberlake, too? You know, all these... Mm -hmm. Different artists, but yeah, I love all those guys. That's great. Yeah. Um, do you have any guilty pleasure music? Um, guilty pleasure music. What does that mean? Like, like, just stuff I love to indulge in, or just yeah. Music, like, like uh, I guess some people. I mean, some people don't have it, but some people like say someone had a list of all the music you listen to. What's something you might be like embarrassed to, that may, they might find on your iPod Ooh, or something? <laughs> um, I'm not gonna lie, I do love a good throwback. Mm -hmm. Like in sync, Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears, particular. Like those were like what we grew up with in the '90s. So every once in a while, you know, you need to turn on a good Britney tune or a good in <laughs> sync tune. So I do, I do love them. Yeah. I I do because they're you know grew up in the '90s. So, but um, but I respect them too, though. So yeah. it's kind of like. Dude, are they guilty pleasure or are they not? Because, yeah. like, they were so respected at one point, you know? So it's, like, I don't know. But, I don't know. Or, or Celine Dion. Some people would be like, wait, she's outdated. But <laughs> I love a good Celine Dion, you know, jam. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you find that, I mean, obviously breaking into the industry is incredibly hard to begin with. Yeah. Uh, do you find that being a woman hinders that at all? Or makes it harder, per se? Um, yes. And that was one of my issues, actually, moving on to L.A. Because when I was in New York, I felt like I had to be a certain way for the roles I was playing. Like, I had to have my hair a certain way, or I had to be a certain body type, or I had to um, act a certain way, obviously, because you're in theater. And coming out here was kind of scary for me, because I'm like, now I get to, like, just truly be me. Like, and if they don't like it, then it's not just a blow to, like, the character, but it's a blow to myself because I'm just being me. And it was weird because when I moved out here, I was just so, um, not personality-wise, but appearance-wise, very plain. I had just brown hair. I, I was, you know, not, like, in, like, the best shape. I just, like, was just very simple. I mean, I'm from Minnesota. I don't really... 
I just kind of go with the flow, I guess. I wasn't, like, having a strict workout, you know, routine or cool hair or anything like that. So when I worked with the people I worked with um, on the EP and um, worked with the stylists I worked with and worked with the photographers I worked with, um, I ultimately decided that I needed to come up with something more edgy to really be noticed um, because brown hair and a sundress isn't going to get you noticed, to be honest, because appearance is the very first thing that people see, unless, like, for some reason you happen to be on the radio before people see who you are, but that wasn't the case for me. So it was appearance for me, and I went with edgy and weird, which is why I've got the stripes in my hair, and they're supposed to symbolize a bee, because I'm a honeybee. So, and I thought it would be fun to, you know, do something different, and I'd never seen this on somebody else's head before, (laughs) so I'm like, um, so that helped me a lot. It helped me develop kind of more of a confidence in myself because, um, I mean, walking around with weird hair at first, I, I'd never dyed my hair in my entire life before I had this done. So, you know, you go <laughs> 20-something years without touching your hair to doing something drastic like this. It kind of almost forces you to, like, uh, gain that confidence um, and learn to love yourself just, you know, for whatever you choose to do and, like, whatever your heart's telling you to do, and it was, and um, so, yeah. But um, it has been hard because if you're not different, then you're kind of, like, overlooked. Like, you're not noticed, um, especially being a woman because so many women want to be a singer or want to be a model or want to be an actress. It's like entertainment is so sought off, sought after by the female, like, female population, so... Yeah, it has been hard, but I feel like because I was able to do something weird like this, it almost helped me develop more of a confidence that I never had before, which in turn helps you in your career because you should be confident in who you are and in your skin. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Obviously, in this career, um, it's easy to get discouraged. Mm -hmm. How do you sort of keep going and keep from getting discouraged about all of this? You know... I do actually, I used to get discouraged all the time, and I try not to as much just because I'm not only doing this, I also am a a, a person too, like a normal person, and have a day job and all that stuff, which, you know, I gotta pay the bills somehow, because, you know, if you're not making the top bucks like Katy Perry, you can't necessarily pay your rent, so, um... So I guess what I do is look at myself and my life as if I'm looking at a painting. I step back and I say, what am I doing to help my career? And if I look at what I'm doing and it's not helping my career, then I get my butt back in gear. I'm like, okay, now I need to do this. I need to play a show. I need to get a photo shoot going so that I can, you know, keep the audience interested. I need to, you know, make all these steps and strides towards doing that. But if I'm actually currently doing that, I can't get down on myself because I'm already doing what I need to be doing. And I'm a very, um, I have a lot of faith in just like the universe and the world and all these things. And I feel like if I'm supposed to be somewhere, I will be somewhere. If I'm not supposed to be somewhere, I won't be somewhere. If I'm supposed to meet that person or if I'm supposed to write that song or it'll all work itself out. And I feel like all I can do is just give it my best and that's all that I can expect will get me where I'm supposed to get me. Yeah. Is that my best? So that's what helped me helps me not get discouraged. I guess. <laughs>
What is your current ringtone? My current ringtone is, um, oh my god, I always have my phone on silent. Oh, like, now that you say that, <laughs> um, it's the, it's the regular, that the, the I, iPhone. yeah, the I, not the, uh, now I want to find my, where is, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> got it. That's awesome. <laughs> it's kind of cute. It's like got a little yeah. down to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's on a little hoedown or something. The final I ask most people that question is just like the apple ringtone. Yeah, right? Right? The <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, you have auditioned for musical talent shows, correct? Oh, yeah. I've been through all of that fun stuff. Yeah. Literally. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, oh, man, it just depends on the show, to be honest. What do you want to know? Um, what What's the most memorable one you've auditioned for? I've had so many great experiences. I can't complain about them, to be mm -hmm. honest. The people I meet are very, very nice. The casting directors that I've met are incredible. I've actually become friends with a lot of the casting directors, oddly enough. And they understand why I don't do them and why I haven't followed through with a lot of them, which I personally appreciate. Um, but I started auditioning for these shows back when, do you remember a show called Star Search? Yeah. <laughs> I started with that, and I got really far in that. Um, and then nothing came of it, actually. And um, later on, I auditioned for American Idol one year and didn't get anywhere on it. And then I auditioned for it another year because I had an appointment because they saw my YouTube channel. And they had me go through, uh, they had me skip two rounds because they were like, you don't need to stand in the line, but you'll have like a setup appointment. You don't have to wait nothing. Just come on in for the casting directors and the producers. We just want to see you live and see that like this YouTube channel thing is a real thing. So I went in, I sang Chandelier for them, and they were like, great, we want to fly you out to um, San Francisco and, you know, have you do it like you're in San Francisco. And I'm like, okay, sounds good, but you're going to have to fly me out because I'm not paying my own money to fly to San Francisco for you to get what you need for your show. Yeah. So um, they didn't agree to it because they didn't want to pay for my plane ticket, so they agreed to just filming me in Los Angeles, which was fine with me. And then they wanted me to sign a seven-year contract, and I said no, because I wanted to release my debut EP. So, and this is music I've been working on forever, and as I go with all of these shows, to be honest, I notice that they're five-year contracts, seven-year contracts, ten-year contracts, and I just can't, like, tie myself to that. I don't know. I like liberties to, you know, be the artist I want to be, and I don't want to, I don't want to be, like, forced to be in a country singer if I don't want to be a country singer, and I don't want to be forced to being, you know, like, the next Britney Spears if I don't want to be the next Britney Spears, you know, so ultimately I love singing, but I feel like it's my art, and I don't want someone else to, like, make me be something I don't want to be, if I don't want to be that. They might have the right image for me and stuff, so, but, so that's my thought on it. It gets kind of frustrating because it's like, I would love to do them, but I feel like They've been going on for over a decade now, and I feel like they're starting to, like, kind of slowly fade, and the people, um, like, you got the voice, and mm -hmm. I went really, like, I was up next for the voice, and a show called Duets, I was supposed mm -hmm. to be on Jennifer Nettles' team and stuff, but a lot of these shows aren't for the artists that are on the show, they are for the judges yeah. to promote their singing careers, you got 
Adam Levine who's skyrocketing. You got Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. You know that whole thing. You, it's not about the contestants anymore. It's yeah. about the current artists and their careers. And um, that's all I am allowed to say about that. <laughs> so, except I just said it all. So, and um, so yeah, I, I just don't want to. I mean, they're fun, but. Not for me, I guess. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It kind of reminds me of, like, Sia, her whole, like... Yeah. She does her own thing. <laughs> I, I'm very... You know, a lot of people... I, I don't know Sia personally, but um, a lot of people actually have compared me to her in the sense that, like... I mean, it's not about the image. It's not about the this and that. Yeah, you throw, like, a weird symbol thing in, which is, like, you know, my weird hair. Um, she's got funky hair. Yeah. Obviously, it's, like, stamped all over these, like, different people... And um, that, in that sense, I I feel like humble to be compared to Sia because like I think she's an amazing artist and I think she stands for all the right things and that's ultimately what I want to stand for. So yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> so we have a fan question for you, mm-hmm. and this comes from at Amy Costello XO. Mm-hmm. She would like to know. So you're not originally from LA? No. Um, so what was it like? moving and like transitioning to like a big city um so i'm, I'm from minnesota mm-hmm. minnesota uh, <laughs> oh, i had to say that like that um i'm from minnesota and my where i grew up wasn't exactly like small town but it certainly wasn't la or new york um i knew from the time i was young that i wanted to do this and ultimately, singing, you need to be in a larger city in order to really, you know, reap the benefits of being a musician. So I knew I wouldn't be staying in Minnesota, and it was just a matter of deciding if I wanted to go to L.A. first or New York first. And when I decided that theater was what I was going to do instead of recorded music right away, I figured New York was more the place to go. Plus, I was young. I was like, you know what, while I'm young and hyper, I'm cool with just going to a city that's, you know, hyper (laughs) so that's why I chose New York and um I got into a school there so I lived in a big city there obviously New York is huge so that was a great transition out here then because this is actually a lot more relaxed and chill and not quite as big obviously I I mean square footage wise (laughs) much bigger but um population wise and like size of buildings and all those things like it's not quite as big, so moving out here, it was an easy transition, and from Minnesota to New York, it was a fun transition, because it was different, and I'm a person that's always moving and always going, and um, I like new challenges and new, you know, adventures and everything, so it was a fun, it was a fun transition. That's great. Yeah. Um, so, the song we're going to be hearing <laughs> from you is your single, Rumors. Yes. So, can you tell us a little bit about the song as a whole, like, the inspiration behind it? Sure. Um, it's funny because, you know, I'm a, music needs to be written, and I don't know if you know this, but in my book, Women, women music needs to be written for women. Mm-hmm. And um, when I was writing this song with the guys I actually wrote with, this was we this was our first song we wrote and um they were just kind of trying to pull like emotions out of me they're like what makes you laugh what makes you sad what makes you really angry and um there were just like things going on in my life at the time that made me really upset and I pulled um a story from that from that emotion 
specifically and wrote about it and um, which turned into rumors and you know about people talking certain things and um, about friends of mine or about myself or about my family and I knew from the start that I couldn't just write about that because it was too general so I had to specify exactly what and I thought okay if I'm writing a song for a woman what is a great like female anthem okay the girl saying it about a guy because sometimes you you know you break up with the guy or you're in a relationship or you're not in a relationship or you're seeing someone and then you know it turns out to be something that it wasn't what you thought it would be and I thought that would be a great concept for almost like an anthem for girls in a way um so that's how the song was written but it really was about like an experience that I had um and it, it didn't even involve a guy which is funny so um when I wrote it, it wasn't inspired by a man, mm -hmm. but the song turned into a song about, like, a relationship or a man because I figured it would be more appealing to the female public, so, yeah. Hey, guys, this is Honey Rebar, and you are listening to my debut single, Rumors.
Well, there you go. That was Honey Rebar on Radar Radio. So you're definitely going to want to go find out more about her, right? So all you have to do is go and visit her website, which is honeyrebar.com. That's H-O-N-E-Y-R-I-B-A-R.com. From there, you can find all of her music, photos, social media. However, if you do want to follow her on social media without going to the website, you can find her almost all places under Honey Rebar. Make sure you go ahead and check out her YouTube page where she posts music videos, check out her iTunes, buy her music, you know, support up-and-coming artists, which Radar Radio is all about. We want to thank Honey for being on the show. Thank you so much, Honey. You've been absolutely amazing and incredibly patient. Thank you to our listeners and everybody who makes Radar Radio possible. We encourage you to share this episode, get not only Radar Radio around, but mainly to get our artists around, artists like Honey and all of our past artists that we've interviewed and all of our future artists coming up. You're going to want to go ahead and check out our YouTube page, which you can find just by searching Radar Radio with Megan Carver, or you can click the link directly from our website, RadarRadio.info. We have a fun game on there that we play with Honey, and it's a true or false game, and it's pretty exciting, so you're going to want to check that out. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time on Radar Radio. Make sure you follow us on social media and check out our website for more information on when that is going to come out. Thank you again. This is Radar Radio with Megan Carver, and I'm Megan Carver. Radar.